even in faith, my tomorrow will be greater than today. I will never know a better yesterday. Every day will be a plus for me. Every day will be a day of increase, a day of progress. In the mighty name of Jesus, my tomorrow will be greater than today. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, fulfill your word in our life. Let your people this morning be blessed. Let it be grace upon grace. Favor upon favor. Double portion blessing. Do it for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. High five to three people. Say high five to you. Welcome back after the election. You are welcome. You are blessed. You are highly favored in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No matter who wins, your tomorrow will be greater than today. No matter who is announced as the winner, whether they are right or they are wrong, you will still be blessed in the name of Jesus. You will prosper in the land. None of us in this place will be frustrated. We will know this country for good. Nigeria. I don't want bad doing in the name of Jesus. I saw them interviewing people that have voted. And uh, one thing that surprised me was that they also interview Ali Kodanguti. I don't know why they are interviewing him. I said, uh, I interview Lugunani. I thought it should be leaders and past leaders should be interviewed. But he now said the election is going very well. Why would the election go very well? When the policies are favoring you. All the policies of this country will favor you. Amen. Can help this one, please, of this one. Praise the Lord. We're in the month of double portion, and I've told you one simple truth. If one portion is not enough, go for double. Go for what? Because God will not be depleted by you having double portion. I prophesy that you will raise your standard. And you enjoy double portion blessing this year in Jesus' name. Amen. I like to start because this is the last Sunday in the month of double portion. We taught John chapter 3 verse 2, a very popular one. And there's a particular word in that third John chapter 3, chapter 1 verse 2 that is catching my attention. Beloved, I wish above all things. That is what is catching my attention above all things. That thou mayest prosper and be in head even as thy soul prospereth. If he says above all things, it means it is above all things. May you prosper in the name of Jesus. May the wish of the Lord come to pass in your life. May you prosper and be in good health. Your soul is prospering right now. May you prosper financially. May you prosper health-wise. May you not be sick. 
and may you not be poor. You are not saying amen very well. I said, if there's anyone that wanted to be broke and sick, it is the devil and your enemy. If there's anyone that wanted to be blessed, it is God and your friend. So you have to choose your company. God wants you to prosper and be in good health. And you are going to prosper in the name of Jesus. And that I considered to be double portion. That is double portion. That is double portion. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 says, For your shame, you will have double portion. And that you are going to rejoice in your portion. Every setback you have endured. This season, we turn to be a season of double portion blessing for you. Second King chapter 2 verse 9 and 2. After they are crossed, he asked, what do you want me to give you? Say double. Somebody say double. Say, I want double. Double blessing. Double anointing. Double favor. Double children. Double, double. <laughs> ah, double, double. May the Lord give you double blessing. The blessing of the Lord make a man to increase. And does not have sorrow with it. There shall be no sorrow in your camp. Please say amen loudly. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 12. You prisoners of hope rejoice. Because I will give you double. I will give you double. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 12. All these things we have emphasized. So that it can become our prayer point. The year is still young. That we always say, yes, see young go. Yes, see young. Make sure you pray for double blessing. I will render double unto thee. May the Lord give you double. In the name of Jesus. Every one of us that is expecting one good thing or the other, may the Lord make it double. In the name of Jesus. What does it mean to have double? It means to have surplus supply. John chapter 3 verse 34. The Lord give his anointing without measure. In other words, when God wants to bless you, he bless you without measure. Psalm chapter 23, verse 5 and 6. Thou hast anointed my head, and my cup runs over. That means what is outside the cup is more than what is inside the cup. God pour and pour without measure. That is double portion. May the Lord give you double portion in Jesus' name. John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38. In the last day, Jesus cried out and said, In that great day of the feast, he said, Anyone that believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Inexhaustible blessing shall flow. Rivers of living water. This is said to those people that receive the Holy Spirit. They will flow from within, outside. May you flow in the name of Jesus. May you never know stagnation. May you flow inexhaustibly in the name of Jesus. Your dam, your ocean, your river will not get dried up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 4 verse 14 to 15. Jesus said, the water that I shall give, the water, remove the echo. He said, the water I shall give, he said, it shall be a fountain of water inside the person. The water I shall give. That was Jesus talking. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, 
shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto eternal life. That's what Jesus said. He said, when I bless, I bless you with an inexhaustible blessing. I bless you with an inexhaustible, I bless you and bless you again and again. So it is not enough that you that you are blessed last year, you must be blessed again. The blessing must continue to flow. It is not enough that you have testimony last year. You must have testimony this year also. It is not enough that you are blessed two years ago. You must be blessed this year also. That's when we know that God is the giver of the blessing. Okay, I should come again. It is not enough that you are blessed last week. You must be blessed this week. Amen? Aha, uh-huh, I'm coming home now. It is not enough that you are blessed last month. You may be blessed again. Because Jesus said, the water I shall give. He said, anybody that drinks from this water will be thirsty again. But when I give you my water, it will be in you a well. It will flow endlessly. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. I have no option. Give me that water. So that I don't want to be thirsty again. I want to carry well wherever I go. I want to carry well. Jesus said, ah. You are asking right thing. You are praying right. It is when you pray for double portion blessing that you are praying right. You are not helping God by being stingy with your prayer. Pray for the water that flow endlessly. Overflowing blessing. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. What again? John chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. God is a God of grace. John chapter 1. Verse 16 and 17. Nobody will give a yesteryear testimony. But every new year you have a new testimony. Yeah. Hello? The part of the jaws is like a shining light. Getting better and brighter onto the perfect day. Look at what it says. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. Here it says grace upon grace. You had grace before. You received another measure of grace. Another measure of grace. From one level of grace to another level of grace. Be heaped upon us, for the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Because grace is from him, you can receive it more and more. Say, I receive more. More grace. Abundant grace. Overflowing grace. Double portion grace. Grace in place of grace. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Tell me chapter 1. Verse 11. I'm talking about surplus supply. He said, May the God of your Father make you a thousand times more than you are today. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. The people increased abundantly and the land was filled with them. May you increase abundantly. I know some of you are striving to increase. May the Lord answer your prayer. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning, you will not be small. For your shame, for your struggle, the Lord will give you double portion. You will rejoice in your portion. Your labor will not be in vain. I like that song that somebody sang today. He said, Anami soro, Eshewo, Oni mi soro, Eshewo, Ola mi asoro, that is blessing yesterday blessing today 
blessing tomorrow from an inexhaustible God. Inexhaustible God. Surplus supply. God is the one that is doing it. And he will do it for us in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we think or pray, according to the power that works in us. What's the power that works in you? The power of desire. If you desire double portion this morning, receive in Jesus' name. Every blessing under the New Testament begins with a desire. It begins with a desire. So you desire it. Things can get better. And it will get better for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Say a believing amen. amen. Say, Anami Oni Eshewo ijile ninu ijile es sing it one more time oh yes eshewo oni ola mi asoro eshewo ijile ninu ijile so if you are not singing, sing it again for me. Jile ninu ijile Eshewo Ijile ninu ijile Eshewo Ano mi soro, ano mi soro Eshewo Oni mi soro, oni mi soro Eshewo Odaju ola mi asoro Eshewo supply. And I've given you the reason. And so when you sing that song, you are praying, Lord, it must work and work and work again. And I pray that the blessing of God will work in your life in Jesus' name. The second thing, to enjoy double portion blessing, you live above debt. Living above debt. Living a life that is trusting in the Lord. Completely debt free. Romans chapter 13 verse 8. Romans chapter 13 verse 8 says hold no man anything but love. That does not mean that if you are hoeing you are sinning. It only means you have not gotten to the place where God wants to get to the realm of that blessing. Hold no man anything but love but to love one another for he that loveth another and fulfill the law. God wants to live above debt. Whatever I've sent in your debt this morning, the Lord will help you to pay them. Amen. Second King chapter 4 verse 7. The man of God told the woman in Second King chapter 4 verse 7, pay your debt. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil, pay your debt 
Live thou and thy children of the rest. Pay your debts and live in abundance. Turn to your neighbor say, live in abundance. Say again, pay your debts. I can't hear you. Say it again. Don't look at his face. Say, pay your debt. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Do you know, even at times in the church, people hold and they don't pay. <laughs> I saw some years back, somebody was leading praise worship. And as he was singing, one woman was pointing, pointing like this. I said, Kilode. What point? I said, Ekawale. So I call after the service. Why are you pointing? Oh, Jemmy Lowoni. Oh, that don't call it. <laughs> nothing. Nothing frustrates you like that. Nothing. No. To have a life of a double portion, you have to live above death so that you can have peace of mind. That is the will of God for you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. May the Lord supply all your needs in Jesus' name. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. The Bible says, You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For your sake, he became poor so that you can become rich through his poverty. How do you become rich? Number one, you take his righteousness upon you. You give your life to Christ and you trust him for supply. Because you are no longer a stranger. You are now a son. And if you are a son, then you are now a heir and heir of the kingdom blessing. You can enjoy kingdom blessing. That's what I preached last Sunday. I talk about inheritance mentality. Lord, what is my portion in Christ? And I will show you. So, you have access to the blessing of God because you have given your life to Jesus. And I'm still getting there. Number one, believe in surplus supply. Supply that is not just small. Supply that is not just small. I'm, I'm going to show you something. In 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 4, 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 4, the leper said, Why do we wait here till we die? Why do we stay on the same spot that till we die? Why must we stay? On the then they said, Let's start from verse 3. The lepers, talking about the surplus that was coming. And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate. And they said to one another, why sit we here until we die? Why? Why? Why do we sit here until we die? Let me talk to your neighbor and say, why do we sit here until we die? You know, until you challenge the status quo and say, why must I be stagnant? You won't move forward. Oh, do I say this? You won't take risk. You have to question the reason why must you be stagnant? Why are things not working? Why should I be poor? Why should I not have supply? When the mind of God for me is that I must have surplus supply, why is it that things are usually not enough? If they are not enough and you are serving God of abundance, why are things not enough? Why am I struggling? Why am I sick? Why am I poor? If it took my sickness away, why should this thing be? When you question it, you will now desire a new life. In Judges chapter 6, verse 12, Gideon said, We are all his miracle. Why has this thing befallen us? Why have this thing befallen us? And the angel of the Lord said, Go in this thy might 
in the strength of this thing should not be, you can move forward. Not that you are just accepting whatever comes to you and say, it is the will of God. The devil is a liar. Every negative thing that has come to you is ending today. You change your mentality and take a risk or take a step of faith. Whichever one you like to quote. Take a step of faith. Take a risk. Start the business. does not matter how difficult it is. That's why I'm happy. So many people that never thought our business are even doing business now. Thank God for Bankwede. He has started a, a canteen. He started in a small way and he said he's having patronage, he's growing, he's doing well. My captain also came to me some, uh, a week ago and said, I've started a canteen in Lautech and he's doing well. In my office, we just say, Oti Wale, Tafu, Oti Wale, Alati Wale, it was 700 Wale, 15 Wale, what? I say, Kilong Wale, he said, ah, Daddy Motibere Katino. He started with half Congo of uh, beans. Now he's cooking six Congos of beans with bread. In Lautech at Undaji. You can't sit and complain, yet you are not doing anything about it. You've got to take risk and step of faith. I must live above death. This is the will of God for me. How can I be crying and crying? I was listening to a story in Berekete family. At the time, it was so emotional, I have to shut the video. The woman said, I have to go to the market and get food stuff on credit to feed my children when my husband was not responding. I was getting food on credit. When he sent money, I would pay. I said, God forbid. Why should I be buying food on credit? Because somebody disappointed you. And there is nothing for me to eat. And there are so many people like that. I'm not condemning you, but I'm saying, that is not the will of God for you. Above all things, God wants you to prosper and be in good health. And how do you prosper? You take a step of faith in that direction. What can I do to be blessed? To live above death. That's what the woman did in 2 Kings chapter 4. The husband managed and managed and managed until he died. Managed until he died. And when he died, the woman said, no, 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 no. I must go to a man of God. What should I do? He said, the Lord will bless your oil. Shut the door. Begin to pour. And after she has poured and she enjoyed the miracle, the man of God said, go and do selling. Buy and selling. Go and sell the oil. Make profit with it and live with the proceed for the rest of your life. Selling is everybody's business. It's everybody's business. All of us should be enterprising to live above debt. Mm. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 10. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 10 to 11. Look at what he says. He has given to the poor. Can you put it for me? Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 11. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 to 11. His faithfulness endures forever. Okay, and God is able to make all grace advance towards you. Somebody say, Amen. amen. 
God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always having all sufficiency, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. May you abound to every good work. May you become an asset and a blessing to your word. As it is written, he had dispersed abroad, he had given to the poor, his righteousness remained forever. Now he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed soon. Somebody say amen. amen. And increase the fruit of your righteousness. Verse 11. Being, in, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness which caused through us thanksgiving to God. Because of you, many will thank God. Amen. Say the righteous man, amen. amen. That's the plan of God. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His faithfulness endured forever. Exodus chapter 3 verse 21. Exodus chapter 3 verse 21 says, And I will make sure that when you go, you will not go out empty. You will not walk this year empty-handed in Jesus' name. But you have substance in the name of Jesus. And I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. May the Lord give you favor. That's one of the ways to live out of debt. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 and verse 18. I've explained verse 18 to the workers in the morning. Verse 18 to 19. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Say, God has blessed me. How many people has God blessed this morning? Are you sure you are blessed? How many people are sure they are blessed? Okay, turn to your neighbor and say, thank God. I'm one of those people that God has blessed. He has blessed me. I cannot lie about it. God has blessed me. And I can never be poor. Come and shout hallelujah. If you are blessed, then you have no business with poverty. Blessed people can never be poor. Because they will forever be a blessing. And as you bless other people, you will be blessed again. Look at verse 18 and verse 19. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 and 19. Look at what it says. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint. Verse 19. Look at it. Everybody look at what it says. He says, I pray for you and that what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us world who believe according to the working of his mighty power. He said, ever since I heard about your faith, I've been praying for you that you will know his inheritance, his riches towards us, his great power towards us that believe. When we are not blessed, it's not because God has not done it, or God cannot do it, or he can do it. God has done it, but our eyes have not seen it. That's why we should pray for the awareness of the things that have been freely given to us. All the blessings that are available to you, you pray, Lord, open my eyes to see the blessing that you have given to me. 
So many people are blessed, yet they don't know. You have to pray. In every service when you come to church in the morning, forget about demon. Just pray, Lord, whatever you have prepared for us in this service, open my eyes so that I may see it. Religious people don't see the blessing of God. It is only people that have spiritual understanding that say the blessing of God. You have to pray, Lord, open my eyes so that I may see the blessing that you have given to me. And I share testimony with the workers in the morning. I said, when my mother died, I felt empty and naked. I felt poor. Because physically, I do not have money in my bank account. I always love to have money in my bank account. But that time happened. Because my mother did not announce. I have spent all the money. Though she did not die prematurely, but she died suddenly. In her sleep. So and I didn't plan for it. I became so empty that my wife asked to call Dr. Taiwo, the man, to come and measure my BP so that I would not die of poverty. <laughs> after service, like after preaching, say, oh yeah, come, carry your machine. Come and measure daddy. He's not sleeping well. Not because I was sick. I was sick of malaria. No money. So he brought out the mansion. I sat down. God have mercy. As he was mentioning me, I was thinking about money. You know, when you have class, you are in trouble. My brother told me, in a simple way, so I became scared. So he measured my baby. Say, ah, it's fine. Go, go. I'm sick. I'm sick. But I'm not I'm not sick. I'm not sick. my BP. I said, what's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? Then uh, I pray. And God said, it's not that I can do it. I have done it. Pray that your eyes will be open to what I have done. I have blessed you with everything you will need to do the barrier, and you don't even feel it. As a human being, I wanted my physical effort to provide all those things, but I was practically helpless. The only option I had was to trust God. I was practically helpless. I want, when I mean helpless, I was helpless. No cooperative society to borrow from. No bank to borrow from. Nobody to turn to. The only hope I have is God. Thank God he's my father. And he showed me, pray that I will open your eyes to what I've done. Pray. So I pray, and I prayed very well. And God, go open my eyes to a revelation of what he has done. I said, my sister, my elder sister called me and said, I've told your immediate younger not to get worried about uh, whatever is going to spend. They will pay. I said, 
I did not marry late, but I did not marry young. I married at the right time. So my children were not working. So I said, okay, be not alone now. I have spiritual children that are working and are doing well. God, use them for me. I start praying. And the Lord told me, ah, you have so many people around you to help you. You are sorry, sorry. I will buy you a cow. I said, from Lagos, say, I will send the money. He said, please, how much will a cow cost? I said, 250000 He has not sent it now. But God sent the cow. Somebody else pay exact that money. God, as far as that announcement was concerned, it was a prophecy. Every word of blessing that you have had, it will become a prophecy. Amen. It will not fail in your life. Amen. There was no single promise that failed. No single one failed. No single one failed. In fact, God taught me a mighty lesson that I can never forget from him, from unexpected quarters. In fact, any time I take my Bible to write down the gift and the money that I receive, I cannot exhaust it. I will just stop. Almost be shedding tears of joy for what God has done for me. This season, God will not disappoint you. Let me pray for somebody here. You will not go into debt. The God of heaven will supply your needs. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know how difficult the time may be. You will not be embarrassed. Whatever project you have before you, the Lord will complete it. With his own strength in the name of Jesus. You will not be stranded. It may look, uh, what's pastor saying is hard, but I tell you, it pays to trust God. It pays to trust God. Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9, he said, the Lord will show himself mighty to somebody that trusts in him. In the Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9, First Chronicles, let me look at it. He said, he will show himself mighty, will show himself mighty to those people that put his trust in him. Second Chronicles, okay. For the heights of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole heart to show himself strong on the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Here he does, don't foolish. He said, the Lord's eyes is running to and fro. He's looking for anybody that put his trust in him that he will show himself mighty. God will show himself mighty on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Number two, living above debt. Guarantee, double portion blessing. If somebody say when you live in debt, the interest you pay will deplete you. You are paying back and you are paying the interest. It will deplete you of your resources instead of increasing you. Okay, number three way of living above debt is by living under divine direction. Let God guide you. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17 and 18. Divine direction guarantee double portion. It does not matter how wise you are. Be simple and let God teach you. Thus says the Lord that Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I'm the Lord that God which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Verse 18. Look at verse 18. Put on verse 18. Hold that thou hast hearkened unto my commandment, then thy peace be as a river, and thy righteousness as a wave of the sea. If you listen to divine direction, 
you will enjoy double portion. May you listen to divine direction in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 5, verses 2 to 7. Peter was toiling all night without any harvest until the Lord showed up in his boat. And the Lord told him, cast your net into the deep for an harvest. And he listened. In verse 6, when they had the word of the Lord done, the Bible said they enclosed great multitude of fishes. It is not enough for you to be in church. You have to listen to divine direction. What is God saying to you as a person in the service? What is God saying to you? How is God leading you? That is where your office is. Those people that are being led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. These are not days of religion. These are days of personal leading of the Holy Spirit. God ministered to me. God said this to me. Those are the men that we need now. Psalm 25, verse 9. The meek, he will guide in judgment. The humble, he will lead to justice. The meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. When you are willing for God to direct you, he will lead you by the way to prosper. Do not be full of yourself. If you are missing it, I'm missing this thing. No? Is there a better way, God? God speak to me. It can be in the night. Psalm 16, verse 6 and 9. Psalm 16, verse 6 and 9. Look at Psalm 16, verse 6 and 9. Psalm 16, put on verse Psalm 16, verse 6 and 9. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. In other words, I have a good inheritance. What is inheritance number one? Verse 7. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory joyed. My flesh also. Verse 7. I say verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. I will bless the Lord who had given me counsel. My rain also instruct me in the night season. In other words, even when I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming. I'm getting instruction. I will bless the Lord who has given me wisdom. Even when I sleep, I get divine direction. That's what he said. I have a goodly inheritance. I am not helpless. I have a divine God that is guiding me. I cannot miss my step. I cannot be poor. I cannot be broke. Because I'm under divine leading at all times. That's what he says. Divine direction guaranteed double portion. Lies are falling for me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. Yet, God is constantly teaching me. And when I sleep, I receive divine direction. That's what makes you a blessed person. When you sleep, may the Lord lead you in Jesus' name. Psalm 37 verse 23. The step of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. For the Lord is pleased to lead them. He delighted in his way. What does that mean? God is pleased to lead you. When you are willing to listen, God will lead. When you are willing to listen, God will lead you. God is pleased. Look at what he says. The step of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighted in his way. In other words, it is the pleasure of God to lead a righteous man. It is the pleasure of God. God wants to speak. You want to travel, God wants to speak. Lord, we thank you for this journey. The journey is pleasurable. Lord, we are happy. God says, wait. Wait. Don't go this way. Go this that way. Oh, God says, oh, slow down. Check the tire. It is God that is leading you by the way that you should go. Oh, God says, oh, Postpone the journey to tomorrow. And because you are not under pressure, say, 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow. No evil will befall you in the name of Jesus. Have you seen some people that die in disaster? Have you had the testimony of people that live after them saying that, ah, and he wanted to travel, and he's supposed to have traveled, and he just canceled his flight, and his sister met him. And somebody will say, ah, somebody entered the, the plane, was about to go in, and something restricted them from going. They can sense, they can perceive the leading of the Holy Spirit. Paul says, I perceive in my spirit that this journey will be with more danger. Not only of property, but of lives. Some people may die. Let us slow down. They say, shut up, you're a prisoner. That's what they told Paul. And when they got into the middle of the sea, there was a mighty storm everywhere. He said, I told you, you will have listened to me. I could perceive in my spirit. Not because I was afraid. Because God was speaking to me. I can sense the leading that the journey will be with more danger. But he said, but now wait. Be comforted. I saw an angel standing before me in the night telling me there shall be no loss of life except of the sheep. And I believe it shall be as the Lord has told me. That was Paul. Even though he was handcuffed, yet the spirit was communicating with him. He was enjoying divine direction. You are free. You are not under handcuff. You slept on your bed. You come to church and yet you can't hear the voice of God. Double portion blessing come when you listen to divine direction and God is constantly guiding you. And there's nothing too small for God to talk about. Hello? And there's nothing too big for God to talk about. God is interested in your affairs. Commit your ways unto the Lord. Let him lead you. Don't walk on your body alone. Walk on your spirit. You are not human being. Say, I'm human being. You are not human being. One third of you is spirit. <laughs> one, one woman said, that is a snake. He said, are you complacent? He said, half of me. You, two, you are not completely human being. One third of you is spirit. And you can come in with that spirit. Holy Spirit, I feel something. Maybe I'm not sensing things right. Am I actually doing the right thing? The spirit in you will come up and talk to you. Because there's a spirit in you. There's a spirit in you. You are not just physical. There's a spirit in you. You have the body. You have the soul. You have the spirit. The spirit is there. And it's communicating with your body at all times. So listen to direction from him. If you feel that you are not enjoying peace, maybe the spirit, one thought, is feeling uncomfortable. Please see that. So listen, let God speak to you. Not uh, this is the way I feel. Let the spirit talk. Let the spirit talk. Psalm 1, verse 2, verse 3, verse 5, verse 6. Psalm 1, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. As we are thinking, God is speaking. Thinking about the word of God. Seated to hear his word. God, that's one of the things that makes fellowship very important. Look at what he says. Then it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in a season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Under the leading of the Holy Spirit, whatsoever you do will prosper. It will blossom. It will blossom. 
Look at verse 5 and 6. He said, the ungodly are not so. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Why? Verse 6. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Are you hearing me this morning? So please, let's place emphasis on divine direction. My husband, I think we should pray on this business. My wife, God is telling me that we should exercise patience a little bit on this issue. Every issue that matters to you matters to God. And you talk to God about it. Psalm 103, verse 7, which is very instructive. Psalm 103, verse 7. He made known. We are getting there. All of us must get to this level. He may know his way unto Moses. All of us must know his ways. But his act unto the children of Israel. That's why they find it difficult to follow. They don't know his ways. We must know his way. The way of the Lord. The way of the Lord. You must know the way of the Lord. Okay, you are praying over an issue. God is not talking. Talk to yourself. I'll go to church. Maybe pastor will say something around that line that will give me a clue. Maybe I should still wait more. Let God talk about it. Because it is decision that you take that determine whether you'll be blessed or you'll be poor. And the quality of decision that you take will determine the blessing that will call upon your life. And for you to take quality decision, you have to operate in the supernatural. You can't be natural. If somebody say, why are you this uh, spiritually sensitive? You should ask them, why are you carnally minded? You should be more of a spiritual person than a carnal person. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? And as God is talking, you are moving up. You will never go down in the name of Jesus. These are the three things that guarantee double portion. Divine direction. And I make it bold to say, living above death. Live a life of trust for whatever you may need. God will take care of you. Will take care of you. Psalm chapter 10 verse 5. God will take care of you. Say God will take care of me. I can't hear you. Say I will put my trust in him. God will take care of me. And I don't want you to limit God because God will take care of you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet. Let's trust God for these three things that I've talked about this morning. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me surplus supply. The little that I have is not enough. Let there be an overflow. Pour your blessing upon me to the overflow. To the level of leftover. In the name of Jesus. To the level of leftover. Lord, take care of me. In the precious name of Jesus. God, take care of me. Take care of my expenses. In the name of Jesus. He will take care of you. In the name of Jesus. God will take care of you. In the precious name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord. Let there be surplus supply. Surplus supply. That's why we must raise our standard to have more than enough supply so that we can become a giver. 
So not just you are just budgeting. This is the little and uh, we are we are able to manage rice. How will you feed other people if you don't have enough rice? If you don't have enough beans, Lord, let me have surplus supply. Surplus supply in the name of Jesus. I receive grace for surplus supply of blessing. Surplus supply, not just enough, not just managing, but more than enough. More than enough. More than enough. In the name of Jesus. I receive more than enough blessing. More than enough blessing. In the name of Jesus. God has pleasure in the prosperity of the righteous. We are trusting God to break the backbone of limitations and enjoy our inheritance. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will limit me this season. I will not go into poverty. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and say, Father, let me have supply upon supply upon supply upon supply. Let me have supply upon supply upon supply upon supply. In the name of Jesus. In every area of your need, receive supply. Receive grace. Sufficient grace. Area of your finance. Area of your head. Receive supply this morning. Raise your hands to heaven to receive supply. Wherever something is lacking in your life, Lord, I receive supply. If you need more job, receive more job. You need more contract, receive more contract. You need more customer, receive more customer. Lord, I need supply. I need student, more student. Anything you need more, ask him. God is able to make all grace advance to you. He can give you, you are just managing. You are not yet a giver. It's because you don't have enough. Go ahead and pray and say, Lord, I want to be a giver. Not somebody that is complaining. I need surplus supply. My God, I supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Lord, supply favor, supply connection, supply help. In the name of Jesus. Help from above. Help from above. Lord, supply it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Please open your eyes. When we just started the church, I told my wife, one of the messages that God gave me is to live above death. And my wife said, ah, don't preach it all. I said, what? He said, it will take a lot of people away. Because most people believe in debt. We are not in America, we are not in London, but we have a style like it. What's our style? Cooperative society. You take one to start a project. When you finish it, you pay for one year. You rest a little. You take another loan. You continue. When you get to Linter, you pay that. You take another one. It's a cycle. Your children are going to school. You take another one. This thing wants to happen. You take another one. And it seems that is a normal thing. For a place where I work, if you don't join a corporate society, you are not a human being. You are not. Because we believe that is a systematic way of enjoying a continuous flow of money or of doing projects. You are not sinning if you are doing it. But the truth of the matter is that it's better not to do it. That's the truth. It's better. Why is it better? You can trust God for supply. I don't care the project that you are doing. Every help that you need, receive in the name of Jesus. I did not 
ask much then. But I challenge a man that told me that God made him through corporate. I said, he's a lie. And he confessed to me that, oh, I was just saying that to encourage people. He said the truth of his blessing was that he was connected. That somebody in Lagos told him, don't worry. When you finish selling, pay. And he was sending goods to him in Oshobo here and back. And he was paying back. He said, Pastor, I won't deceive you. To tell you the truth, it is the favor of God that raised me. He said, what I was thinking, I can do it with my own money. People that are under this favor agreement, they were selling their own prices cheaper than my own. So I have to ask them, how are they doing? They say, hey, you buy my business. The people say, you don't know how to do business. You get connected to somebody that is a producer. You create integrity with that person. That person will now take you as a lawyer customer. He said, he will be the last with you. He will just be sending. Your stress will be less. The money you use will be less. You can even sell it at a customer price because you have not stressed yourself to purchase it. He said, that is how I got my breakthrough. Breakthrough can only come through the favor of God. Please, let's get it straight here. The plan of God is that you have surplus and that you live above debt. In whatever project that you are doing, God is able to make all grace abounds to you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to live completely above debts in the mighty name of Jesus. With your grace, let it be possible for me supply my needs. I have projects. I have need. I need money. But Lord, let your grace be sufficient for me. Give me connection to favor. Give me connection to help. Help from above. Open treasures of heaven to me. Let men and women be willing to help me and partner with me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to live completely above death. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Whatever represents your rep responsibility now, either to your wife or to your children or to your education, God will help you. Amen. Can I hear the loudest? Amen. Amen. I pray for you, whatever represents your responsibility that's making you to think that ah, I must not fail in this area. The God of heaven that we serve, He will help you. Amen. You will not be alone in that responsibility in Jesus' name. The heavenly father will help you. And he will make that project simple in the name of Jesus. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, God, help me to fulfill my obligation as a father, as a mother, as a husband. Whatever represents your responsibility that you know that can give you body in this year. Lord, help me. Don't run away from your responsibility. Don't run away. Say, Father, help me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes and look at me. I want us to pray a prayer this morning. God, you are going to take me from zero to hero. Why am I saying this? God did it for lepers. Lepers were zero level. Lepers had nothing. Work for nothing. 
no social capital. But in one day, God took them from nobody to Mr. Important. Today we are talking about the four lepers. If God can so use the leper and make them hero in one day, God can make you an hero. Even in Nigeria. From zero to hero. From story to glory. From testimony to testimony. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. You may not have anything, but you have God. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, take me from zero to hero in the mighty name of Jesus. From Mr. Nobody to VIP personality. Can you pray that prayer? Lepers were used mightily because God gave them the boldness to take that risk in the name of Jesus. Lord, Take me from zero to hero. Take me up. Lift me up. Lift me higher. In the name of Jesus. Higher and higher. Higher and higher. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning. You will not be stagnant. You will not die of poverty. Every step of faith that you are taking, God will bless it. Can I hear your amen three times? Prof, why should I take risk? God loves it when you take risk. Because God is a God of faith. I want to hear your leading. Lord, I want to enjoy divine direction. The step of a good man are ordered by the Lord. For the Lord is happy with his ways. Because you are happy with me, let me enjoy divine leading divine direction divine access to the voice of god i want to enjoy your leading lord speak to me easily speak to me easily speak to me audibly speak to me anyway let me just hear your voice i don't want to live in confusion help me to hear your voice in the name of jesus when i'm weak let me hear your voice when i'm strong let me hear your voice lord help me in the name of jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed okay we read maybe three more verses and we go Psalm 78 verse 9 verse 37 and the last verse of that chapter those are the verses that we read and we are going to use it to pray again then we go this double portion is the last Sunday and very important Psalm 78 is it there Psalm 78 okay Psalm 78, verse 9. The children of Ephraim being harmed and carrying bowels, they turn back in the day of battle. You will not turn back. Are you hearing me now? What does it mean? God has equipped you, <coughs> excuse me, yet you are doing nothing. God harm you, equip you. God say, oh, your mark. Oh, yeah, go say, me, oh, Lord. <laughs> the children of Ephraim because they limited God they were harmed they were carrying weapons yet in the day of battle they turn back you will not turn back in the day of action you will not be missing are you saying amen very well are you saying amen very well raise your hand to heaven I will never turn back this year I will march forward I have been equipped. I have been harmed. I will make progress this year. I have the resources. 
I will not be afraid and I will not turn back. That's the three prayer point I'm giving you special today. Go ahead and say, Lord, I will not turn back. You have given me all resources for double portion. There is no going back. No going back. No going back. No going back. I am blessed already. I cannot go back. He has equipped me. He has armed me to be blessed. I cannot go back. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayer. Turn to your neighbor. I'm not going back. I will fight on. I will win. I will make progress. I'm not going back. Hallelujah. Okay, Psalm 78, verse 67 and 68. And we are going to read one more verse. Moreover, he reveals the tabernacle of Joseph and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved. What does this mean? God loves praise. In everything that happened to you, God chose the tabernacle of praise. God chose the tabernacle of praise. Throughout this year, you will praise God. At the mountain top, you will praise God. At the valley, you will praise God. Your life will be consistently high in praise in the name of Jesus. Raise your hands and say, Father, you love praise. I will give it to you this year. In abundant measure, to produce results, I will praise you at all times. The Bible says, God, Lord, the tabernacle of Judah, he loves praise. Lord, I'm going to give you praise. Abundant praise. Abundant praise. Abundant praise. Let's pray and say, Lord, I will give you praise. That will make miracle happen. I will praise you at all time. At all time. Jesus, mighty name, we have prayer. Verse 72. You are going to use this, these three verses of us have used to pray for yourself this year. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hand. He fed them. Don't forget Psalm 78 verse 9. Psalm 78 verse 67 and 68. Psalm 78 verse 62. He fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hand. He fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guide them by the skillfulness of his hand. Because of Jesus, he will feed you throughout this year. Amen. You will not know hunger. Amen. You will not know poverty. Amen. The Lord will feed your mouth with good things. Because of the integrity of his heart. Raise your hands to heaven and say, Father, feed me because of the integrity of your heart. Not because of the economy of Nigeria. Feed me. Feed me well because of the integrity of your heart. Because you never lie. Because of the integrity of your heart. Feed me well. Feed me. He said, the God that shepherded me, the God that fed me all my lifetime. Genesis 48. That was the testimony of Jacob. God, feed me. Because of the integrity that is in your name. Feed me throughout this year. Don't let me suffer hunger. Don't let me suffer lack. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. Now open your eyes and look at me. The part to say. Because he led them also. 
with the skillfulness of his hand. That is why God is called the all-wise God. Can you share in December 2023? He's too skillful to fail. He's too skillful. Because of the skillfulness of his hand, he guided them by the skillfulness of his hand. He's called the all-wise God, the all-knowing God. He knows how your life will be great. So he will be guiding you and be guiding you. There could be some pushing here and there. It's not because he hates you. It's because he's just guiding you. That's why he's pushing you. That's why he's pushing you. If you face anything that is not comfortable at all, trust me, it's because he loves you. He wants to make that situation uncomfortable so that you have a little push to a place that will be better. Are you hearing me very well? Raise your two hands to heaven. Lord, guide me by the skillfulness of your hand. I trust your hand in guiding me well. Guide me this year by the skillfulness of your hand. By the skillfulness of your hand. By the skillfulness of your hand. With your shepherd's rod. Guide me with the skillfulness. Maneuver my way. Maneuver my way. Let me escape tragedy. And enter into abundant blessing. In the name of Jesus. By the skillfulness. Open your mouth and pray. Lead me by the skillfulness of your hand. By the skillfulness of your hand. Lead me by the skillfulness. I am not wise Lord. I need your wisdom. To lead me by the skillfulness of your hand. Skillfulness of your hand. Guide me with your wisdom. Guide me with your wisdom. I don't want anybody to call me foolish. Lord, guide me with the skillfulness of your hand. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Father, we thank you for abundant blessing. Thank you, Lord, for double portion blessing. Thank you for grace, for surplus supply. Thank you, Lord, for grace, for divine direction. Thank you, Lord, for grace to live far above death. Whatever represents a death burden, Lord, lead us out of that trap in the name of Jesus. And help us to enter into our abundance in the name of Jesus. Let nobody here be frustrated. Lord, feed us because of the integrity of your heart in the name of Jesus. And Father, when you ask us to take risk, don't let us turn back in Jesus' name. In the day where you require us to act, Lord, don't let us be found wanting in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Let's clap a hand together for Jesus.
Ilumina, ilumina.